All right, and we are officially live. Just waiting for everybody to get here. It might be a small crowd of us today, because <laughs> usually Catherine's the one who shares. Nobody's going to share today, <laughs> so it might be a small crowd of us. Okay. Hey, guys, just waiting for, we're trying to get it all set up, actually. Just a few minutes late, I apologize. We were in the middle of doing something, actually. Where is, there we go. Couldn't find it. All right, Landon. Oh, you shared the live. Good idea, babe. Thanks. Uh, okay. Just a few more moments, and we will be getting started. Just an FYI, guys, uh, the last couple episodes, by the way, that were posted uh, accidentally had like a weird glitch going on, and um, it was something because um, whatever it's called, what is the thing called we use? I can't remember. We use an app that does like editing and they changed the way they do their editing completely. So there was like this option at the end to do something weird. Hello. Hello, Shelly. Hello. Hello. And it's a sound trap. Hello, Jackie. Hello, everybody coming in. Welcome, welcome, guys. Catherine will not be here tonight because she is um, at a wonderful uh, live event. I wish I was there. She's doing like a comedy show, which is so exciting. So I'm excited for her. I hope she has a lot of fun. Oh. Yes, we're doing we're doing better than last time, Shelley. Definitely. A lot of things are changing in our lives here, but we're not disclosing too much at the moment. But yes, we are in the process of another move, uh, completely unanticipated this time. And we are trying to make it all work out for us whilst in the middle of winter. It's fun, but we're finally getting all the pieces put together. Okay. So guys, today I wanted to kind of um, give you guys like a perspective from like, I guess, a day in the life of me, how I channel, a little bit more so that you guys can understand kind of a couple of things and also how the podcast runs as well, because we've had some very interesting comments here and there in the comment section. So we want to kind of like address a bunch of things so people just get more clarity in how things work because people get a little confused on how I see things. So that is what we're going to be talking about today. So the first thing I wanted to talk to you about will be my routine in particular. Now, this is just my weekly routine. I wanted to talk about it. So now, as you guys know, obviously there are days, oh, I got a new dishwasher today and I'm so excited. I love it. That is awesome. That sounds like so much fun. Like I know when you're an adult, these things get so exciting, but I would be so excited about that too. Um, <laughs> anyways, going back to the, my routine. So Mondays, I dedicate my entire day all to the podcast. So I don't do video calls. I don't do email readings. I don't do any of that. I was able to take this day off uh, just because, you know, like it, it just helps me also like not have to deal with the video call side of things and just solely focus. The issue with that, though, is that spirits are not on schedules. Spirits come when they want to come, when they want to leave. So, like, sometimes it's really hard to get a spirit to come to me in my limited time. And sometimes it's really hard for me to connect me with the spirits um, until they're ready or if they're comfortable. So sometimes it doesn't always work out that way, which kind of sucks, which is why I'm trying to get ahead of the game so that I can work on cases like uh, way ahead of time so that way I know I can channel with the spirits if I have issues I can come back to them that kind of thing so that's kind of what I've been working on with the Mondays 
Uh, now, the rest of the week, guys, Tuesday to Friday, now check this out. I do readings from 8.30 Eastern Standard Time until 5.30 Eastern Standard Time, which I believe is not 10 hours, if I'm not mistaken. It's 10-hour days. Now, I don't start my day technically until 10 a.m., and then I finish my day at 7 p.m., like my time. So I'm working pretty late, and by the time I'm finished my day, I've completed between eight and nine video calls. That does not include email readings. That does not include text readings. So in between all of those video calls, I will be doing email readings or text readings. It depends on my day. So that is kind of my... Monday to Friday. And then on the weekends, I usually dedicate more time to the podcast in case I need extra details here and there. And then that's also supposed to be dedicated to TikToks and then, you know, my personal life as well. So I, to say that I am overloaded with work is like 100%. Um, That will be changing though. I am in the midst of changing all of this. So Uh, A lot of people have been asking me this question as well. I am, yes, I am no longer going to be doing certain video readings. Uh, I will no longer be doing the mediumship side of things. I have already removed the 30-minute mediumship reading offers. I have the 15-minute still, and I have the the half and half readings, which is half psychic, half mediumship, which means half future, half spirits. So those are still going to be active for a few more months. I'm thinking July, August timeframe is when those options will be no longer available. And I will solely be working on the psychic side of things. And then I will also be changing my hours. So I will not be doing like 10 hour days anymore. So Liz is going to be cutting it down quite a bit. So don't stress out too much. I promise I will definitely be cutting a lot of it out. That way I can dedicate more of my time to the podcast and also it's my passions. That's where I want to be. So every time I have to do my podcast episodes, I get so excited because that is what I absolutely love to do the most. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. Good for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, okay. Now, a lot of people ask me, how do I channel via the podcast? So I'm going to give you guys kind of a rundown of what I see. So basically, a lot of people hear words and voices and audio. I do sometimes hear audio, but most of it is like signs. And I kind of explained in the sense of like somebody who is, um, you know, uh, hard of hearing, can't hear, they're not able to hear. So they have like, you know, sign language, right? Spirits have their own sign language, except without hand gestures. Sometimes they use it. They will use things like uh, they'll heart, they'll point to their chest, you know, love, they'll, they'll hug themselves. Like uh, some spirits talk with their hands a lot, angry moments, like they are very expressive. So I have to put the pieces together based on the information they're giving me. So people will ask me questions like, okay, so, so the spirit will tell you what they, they want you to hear. Yes. Spirits are also very limited on what they can tell us as well. So if I figure it out, they can confirm it for me. So if I'm like, okay, you died in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and then they could be like, yes, like they will give me little signs, but I got to be the one to get the information. They could not give me everything. They can give me the things that like are basic or no things. And it is very hard (laughs) to do that sometimes. Some spirits like talk, like Nicole, um, not Nicole. What was her name? I can't remember. There's a few uh, celebrity spirits. uh, Anna Nicole Smith. She was a spirit that talked a lot and wanted to say a lot. And she kept going and going and going. I could have had like 40 hours of episode for her. Eileen also talks to you a lot, too. She may not be so much of a celebrity, but she's a celebrity in her own way. And she also talks a lot, too. Hi, Lisa. 
Yes, Eileen is definitely one of those spirits. Thank you. She is my more recent one, right? Um, but basically the spirits and and it depends on their ages too. So I find that the spirits that are younger, like the kids, it is so hard to get information from kids, not because they don't want to provide it, but like kids sometimes, like, I mean, they were just most of the time taken, stolen, raped, hurt. They're scared. They don't, necessarily trust people. I mean, I wouldn't trust people either, and I have to earn their trust. Kids are very, very weary. I find that happens a lot. Then there are people who, like, are suspicious or like, oh, what are you doing? What do you want from me? Like, and I have to be like, I'm here to get answers, to help you, to help this, to help that. Like, I got to constantly be kind of showing these spirits you can trust me. And it's hard to do that too. But Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Uh, I'll give you an example. Cameron Boyce. I tried to channel him to see if he would ever come through because a lot of people had asked me to do like connection to him. And unfortunately, he had no interest. Now, it could be because of me. It could be because he's not interested in communicating. He wasn't too, too clear on that. But basically, when they don't want to talk to me, it's like, okay, I got to move on and move to the next thing, you know? So... Uh, do they know you're human? Yes, they definitely know I'm human. They know that um, I, what I do, I, I, I tell them what I do. I, I try to like get them to communicate. Like I have a little bit of a dialect with them. Uh, the other thing is, is the other, the other way I do, not the other way. So once I start to kind of like do the investigation of the cases, I will literally pull things out like maps and uh, pendulums. I'll, I'll pull out tools. I'll pull out whatever I can pull out to kind of like be like, okay, so can you give me a hint? Am I cold, warm, hot? Like, you know, they sometimes are willing to go that deep. So sometimes I can get more details than other times, which drives me crazy because I wish I could get everything for every case. But as time progresses and as I start to let go of the medium shot side of my business, I will think be able, I think I will be able to continue to provide you with more and more details. So just keep an eye on the podcast. I promise it'll get even better as time progresses. Lisa asked, do, do they tell you somehow that they aren't interested or do they just avoid you? I, Uh, sometimes they do talk to me and sometimes they avoid me. It depends on me. Like it's everyone's personality is different. So like some just don't communicate like Michael Jackson hasn't never been somebody I could channel. Hasn't even spoken to me, ignores like no interest. So like it depends on the person. Cameron Boyce, he came to me and was like, uh, th thanks, but no thanks. Like kind of attitude. Um, so yeah, that is basically how I do it on my end. And then I write everything out. I, for me, um, I have a terrible memory, so I need to write everything out or I will forget it. And sometimes I write too much out and sometimes I ramble. So I got to fix my episode sometimes, but yes, it, it does happen. Yeah, it is a bummer about Michael. But then again, if you think about it, how much did Michael really share when he was alive? Not much, right? So it's it kind of matches his personality. It's it's kind of like we, we've mentioned this before in the past about Michael Jackson. We've had a lot of people ask us about Michael Jackson. And it's like, we've said this before, a lot of times spirits are the same way in the afterlife that they were in the present reality life, right? Like, so Michael was always hidden away. He was always in his home. He never came out. He never did interviews, really. He never did any of that, you know? So in the afterlife, it's not surprising that he doesn't want to speak on his life at all anyways, yeah, maybe he would speak if he knew the person personally or something. Who knows? But anyway, so that is how I do the podcast channeling. Now I want to talk about how I do video call channeling because a lot of people will come and get video readings with me and they don't 
quite understand or read the email in depth. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you guys do book an appointment with me, please read the email, especially about the sections about your reading. Because a lot of people don't pay attention to things because there are very key important things to do when you come to a reading, especially on the mediumship side of things. So first and foremost, I mean, I think these are pretty cut, clear things. But my point my, for readings, my ideal person is to be in, a, in, in their home, in a room where they are by themselves. I don't mind animal energies. Animal, animal energies are not pushy. Uh, people that are around like adults, children, I can pick up on those energies. Children, babies are fine too. They don't hold a lot of energy in a bad way. So I'm okay with that. But I need you to be in a, an environment where I cannot be distracted on what I see. I don't mind dogs barking, all that. That happens like normal things. But like, I just mean like people, like don't bring your friends and your family members to your reading because it is a one-on-one -on -one session. Um, now, what ends up happening is when the spirit comes through to me on the other end, I need people to give me who they want to connect to because I've done it before where I'm like, okay, guys, I'll tell you who I see and blah, blah, blah. I'll end up calling out about six or seven spirits and it becomes extremely draining. So now it's like, okay, who do you want to talk to so we can focus on these spirits and then just ignore the rest of them unless there's a random spirit wanting to really give you a message. But anyways, go ahead. I just wanted to touch before you got too far back on a little bit more on uh, people in the home. So we've had a few people who are like, oh, I want to do a reading, but I'm in an apartment building. That's that's totally fine. Like there, other people could be in the building, just not up in the reading. Even if you're in your house, like we had a woman who was like, I can't come to my reading because my kids stayed home from school sick and uh, they're in the house. It's that's fine. If your kid is in your home, you just go to another room. Like I'm sure you have other rooms that you guys could go behind closed doors and your kid could be on the couch or wherever, you know, in their room, whatever, if they're sick or something, we're talking about right up in the camera in the same room, sitting there like chitter chattering away while Liz is trying to do your reading. That's what she's talking about more or less. I just wanted to touch on that. Cause I, I'm the one who answers all the chats all the time. And I, I get these questions often like, oh, I'm in an apartment or this or that. Like, there's always a reason. So just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and then basically, uh, before your reading starts, I also, that's why I ask you guys to send me the spirits so that I can try to channel them before the reading starts so that I have some stuff to say to you before the reading begins. Because it is so hard to do like spirit communication and also entertaining somebody on the other end because I go quiet and then you're like, what, 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 right? Like, so I like to prepare myself so I have a lot of information to feed you. And then when we get to the, you know, question Q&A section of it, then you can ask your questions and I might go off for a few moments to kind of figure out the answers. But that is how I do the channeling. I ask your spirits to come beforehand. Sometimes they don't come. Sometimes the spirits just start talking to me as soon as their uh, person appears on my camera. It really depends on the spirit. Again, everyone has a different personality, but majority of the time they do allow me to channel beforehand, which is great. So... So with animals, you can actually do readings on animals, no problem. I do readings on animals. Oh, my goodness. I'm actually going to be taking off my past on animal service email readings because they devastate the hell out of me. I can't handle animals that have died anymore. So I am, like, taking that off as a service here very soon. Um, but I, I would prefer to read do readings on animals that are alive. But you would need to provide questions. It would be all email-based for those types of readings. Um, now, people ask me how I channel via text and email readings. Uh, basically, with the text and email readings, it is, uh, they are my preference, even though it's a long time, like I do take my time with email readings. If you book an email reading, don't expect it for like three weeks from the booked date, because it does take a lot of time, because I have to not only channel, 
I have to ask the spirit the questions, and then I have to write out everything I see. So that's going to take a couple of hours each email. So just know, guys, that when I do the email side of things, there is a reason it is delayed. A lot of people come to the website, and this actually wasn't until a more recent thing. A lot of people will come to the website and think they're getting an instant email at the exact time of 10.45 a.m. No, I have it on the calendar so that it is listed. I can't, you can't book an email reading, but we have to do it that way so that it can actually be on the calendar. And it also explains that in the email as well, once you get to that date. Now I'm not booking out too heavily right now, so you can get a a reading very quickly, but just be aware that the email side of things take a lot longer. But again, they're my favorite. So that is how I do it via text. Um, just going to do something here. All right, cool. I get nervous with people that have names like that, you know, so I just would prefer not to deal with it. So, all right. Now, people ask me all the time what I hear, what I see. Well, like I was saying earlier, it's images. And for those of you who are intuitive, I cannot tell you what your signs are. You have to figure that out on your own. For me, I know what my signs are. I know when something bad is coming. I know when something good is coming because I have learned those signs. And every day, new signs come for different situations and different things. For me, music is highly significant. My readings are highly significant. Like, If I have a plan for something to happen in my life, my readings always, for whatever reason, they like everybody is going through the same thing I'm going through in that moment. And it it happens so often, it's actually insane. So like anytime something bad happens in my life, I'm like, okay, my clients are going through the same thing or the good in my life, my clients are going through the same thing. So those are big signs for me. And the other signs I get are numbers, number signs, uh, television signs. Uh, I get, Landon gets numbers all the time. Like he gets numbers like crazy. Um, yeah. And then just random signs like feathers, dragonflies, you know butterflies spirit some spirits send them sometimes it's just sent because there's a sign involved in it um teeth falling out is a big sign for me so you just got to remember and pay attention to your signs and write it down i recommend people write down their signs and obviously the detective side of things that is obviously the hardest part of the job for me i got to figure out what Colin is trying to say to his wife. Sometimes spirits come in because their partners are mad at them. Sometimes their partners are, you know, happy with them. There's different situations that kind of come up with each spirit, obviously. But sometimes spirits will come through and they're scared to talk. And I have to talk them into talking like, it's going to be okay. Your loved one is not angry. It's okay. Like, so not only do I have to be a detective, I've got to be a counselor. I have to fix everyone's problems, even the spirit's problems, the person on the other side's problems. So like, I got to do like a whole lot of jobs in one, um, which can be overwhelming. And I don't think people really quite understand how messages come through. For instance, people have a lot of things in life. Like they'll be like, okay, when I die, I'm going to say bubbles to the next, the, 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 um, the psychic so that you know it's, it's real. And it doesn't really work that way. It like, yeah, it's great if I could pick something up like that. And I have, but it's not all spirits are going to give me those details. I'll give you an example. I had a woman come to me. This was a while ago. This was when I, it was in 2019, I believe. It was just a simple text reading. She had no idea who her birth parents were in any capacity. And I don't really do those readings because (sighs) confidence issues, I guess, would be the reason I would say. But anyways, I decided to give it a shot. She asked me questions that she already knew answers for, which is also not very fair to the psychic either, might I add. So she asked me a question of who 
the father is, uh, who her father is, like what is his name? And I remember, I don't remember what his name was, but I'll say Dave for the, for the moment. I was like, David, last name, I think was like an H. You've got three other siblings. Like I just spit off a lot of information to her because my battery was full. I don't have a full battery anymore, by the way. Uh, so, and she could not believe it. Like that I, that was the name of her father. Uh, and she didn't, she wanted information so she could go find him. And then she ended up looking him up, him up and she was actually able to find him based off the information I gave her. But it, it, it happens, but it's, you can't expect it. So just go into a reading realistically and just know like spirits can have give you a lot of information and they could also be very limited. It depends on you and the spirit. Or there was like that one client when you're talking about people who know the answers and they're trying to like trick you like that one client who was like, uh, am I pregnant? And you were like, I don't, I don't really see you having a child right now. And then she's like, well, I'm pregnant right now. So you're wrong. Yeah. And it's like, again, there's other things that can happen. You may be pregnant, but unfortunately, a miscarriage can happen. A stillbirth can happen. Anything can happen. Uh, like, you know, you were saying, I don't see you having a child right now. So that's pretty much basically telling you something's going to happen. Right. And when somebody comes at me like that, by the way, guys, how I handle it is I'm like, okay, have a nice day, refund, sent, and I'm done. Like, I don't even engage in nonsense because that my goal, my job is there to try to help you. Even if you don't believe in what I do, like I'm still providing a service. I'm still trying to help you. That is, that's why I started the psychic business in the first place. The mediumship side of things came a little later. Yes, I've always been able to connect with spirits, but my goal was just to focus on seeing visions in the future and being like, okay, Landon, if you take this path, you'll be happy. But if you take this path, that's going to be a scary one. So I would go down this path. Like that is what I'm, I'm there to do, to guide you, not to play and be a monkey for you guys to, to, to do party tricks for. Like that's not what it's about. I've done the party tricks and I've proven myself over and over again. I'm overdoing that now. <laughs> so, um, okay. Yeah. So that's basically that part. Now, the next thing I wanted to talk about, which kind of really irritated me. Now, Landon and I are a team and we don't really talk a lot about our love story too much on this side of things because, you know, we talk mostly about the podcast stuff, but Landon and I have been together for five years or just over five years. We've been married. We're almost on our second wedding anniversary in October. We'll be married two years. And we have had the most up and down, like, like everything that could happen in a relationship before it happens, like happened to us. And we are completely head over heels, infatuation cut kind of love and we always have had that love and uh we don't post a lot of videos lately because we got a lot of shit going on in our lives but you can see it through our communication our love our relationship and we recently had somebody in the comment section making a statement about Landon cutting me off during lives or during whatever the the comment was and I just wanted to address that because she was apparently very triggered by this, by Landon cutting me off. And I'm going to explain something to you. Landon has actually been told by me to cut me off so he can answer questions so that he could um, uh, say something if he needs to add something in addition to what I have to say. And that's just kind of how we, we go about both of us do it to each other. So I, I'm, I don't, want people to make the assumption that you know something bad is going on there because that's kind of what this woman implied and it really bothers me because my husband is my number one my priority and he's this man does nothing but take care of me like all the way to the point of when I'm laying in bed he makes sure my blankets are covering me up to make sure I'm all ready to go in bed perfectly so I have a great night's sleep. Like this man takes care of me day in and day out. And when somebody comes at him, it really bothers me. So I just wanted to make sure that you understood that Landon's just doing his job. And I also just want to add in there, sometimes I have to cut her off because she is talking and you guys are in here in the chat talking. She doesn't always hold the phone where the chat 
that is because she's looking at her iPad or her other phone wherever she's written out what she wants to talk about on the podcast lives. So she's looking at those things. She's looking at those details. She might keep talking and then she doesn't see your comments. So I want to stop her before we get too far into something and answer your guys's comments here. Try to get the as much talking on the live as possible. And you know what? It, I and you know what? I appreciate your comments there. I it's not just you. There have been comments about this in the past, and it just bothers me. So I wanted to address it as a whole. Um, nobody's trying to trigger you or hurt you in any way. We're just simply just trying to like let you know that you're the comment you're making may put that kind of negative energy out there, and also implying something. Um, because Landon and I have, you know, we try our hardest to show you guys our our personalities through it as well and address things that uh, we don't want rumors floating about that aren't true either. So, Absolutely. We don't need any rumors and uh, we don't need any craziness or people thinking something's happening that's not happening at all. You know, some people get love. Some people get health. Some people get money. Some people get uh, a fantastic career. Some people get a lovely friend. Some people get lovely parents like Landon and I have each other. That That is, we have each other. We don't have a lot of family support. We, we have obviously my kid. We've got a couple of family members throughout the world, but we don't have anyone but each other, right? So like, it's it's hard to hear that you know so that that's all that's kind of why I just wanted to put that out there and yes everyone has lucky we just happen to be lucky with love and that to me was what I wanted in my life and that's what he wanted too absolutely I prayed for love every single day of my life um (laughs) exactly Okay, so now I was going to go over to the Facebook group here because some people had asked some questions and I just wanted to go over them here. So just give me a moment while I pull them up. Okay. All righty, pulling it up. Okay, so people, uh, so a lot of people have asked me this question and I'm going to answer this question one more time and I hope everyone takes this question and runs with it to know this. So when you are on a live, do spirits ever come to you that are trying to reach out to one of your listeners? And the answer is no. The reason that nobody comes through when I am doing this is because I work as I said earlier in the episode, I am working around the clock that like I'm literally a uh, what I would describe myself as is a phone plugged in but on still like zero to one percent like I am still going I'm pushing myself hard I am going to be cutting my hours and everything here soon but because I am so charged and I have so much going on that I can't see anything (laughs) unless I have a significant amount of time off so that is why I don't see it, hear it, anything. And if I'm going to be honest, I also don't want to put that energy out there to the podcast listeners because it would take away from what I'm doing here, which is like trying to focus on cases. If you want to talk to people that have passed on, then just book an appointment with me so that we don't have to play the games. You can just get a straight answer from your spirit so that you can communicate with them. The podcast is strictly for the podcast. I really, I'm trying to steer away from the the one-on-one mediumship session. So that's kind of why I won't ever do that. So that is that answer. Um, so when writing the episodes for the podcast, uh, for the celebrities, how often are, uh, are you channeling one and have other celebrities come through? Uh, it doesn't happen as often as you would think, but for whatever reason, so Biggie, Notorious B.I.G. is definitely a spirit that loves to be in the background. Now he hasn't been around since I moved to Newfoundland. He is not a fan (laughs) of Newfoundland. But I have a feeling that when we move, I will hear much more from him again. Uh, Eileen is also not a fan of Newfoundland. However, she's 
anytime I have like a female spirit that she's attracted to, or if we're talking about her, she loves to just pop in. She spends a lot of time in Florida. So I just want to put that out there. Um, And then I've had like uh, Brittany Murphy every once in a while will like pop in and be like, thanks. Thanks for your help. Like, she's so sweet. Like, her energy has always been a very sweet one. Um, The episode that will be getting dropped here in about 20 minutes, Jasmine Fiore, she was mad as hell when she came to me. And she was like, I want people to know the details. Like, I want people to know the gruesome details. And I was like, oh boy. So like with her, with her energy, she, after we did our episode, she was satisfied with it, but I did tone it down quite a bit in comparison to what she wanted. Uh, But she was, she was glad that I gave her a lot of bits and pieces of what she wanted to share. Um, so that was kind of really cool. Um, yeah, so it depends. Some, some celebrities are uh, high and by, like Bob Marley. I was totally anticipating him hanging out for a bit. But no, he, he went off. <laughs> uh, maybe he'll be back one day. Who knows? But he is somebody who I have always idolized and loved. And uh He's definitely somebody I put music for feel-good moments on. So love, love Bob Marley. Um, okay, what other questions had people asked about? So uh, I was always wondering, with your gifts, do you see dead death for people? And if you do, how do you handle the emotions that come with it? Oh, that is a good question. So I have two answers for this. So first and foremost, I can technically see death for people and have. Uh, when I lived in Oshawa, Ontario, I think this was like in 2017, uh, we were hanging outside. I used to be a smoker. We were out, me, my ex-husband and an ex-friend of mine were all smoking outside. And there was a woman that was walking by and she had an umbrella and it was raining. And all I could see was like death looming over her. And I remember saying that out loud. And then my friend and was like oh my god oh my god and she's like do you want to tell her that and I'm like no I definitely don't want to tell her um yeah so that was that but anyways uh when I see death looming I I can't necessarily feel it Uh, What I can feel and I don't like is if somebody I know dies or if somebody I know has somebody close to them die, I can feel death transitions. Now, um, one female that I felt her death, she was, uh, she, she had committed suicide and I heard her screaming her regrets like I could hear her crying and losing it and I I take it back I take it back I take it back that was hard but was what was even harder was when my uncle had passed on um my uncle is well he was he's technically related to my mom's side of the family and my dad's side of the family like my mom and my aunt had both married into the same family so this particular uncle Uh, I knew from both sides of my family. So anytime there's a gathering, I would see him all the time. And he was not, he had, he was not a good man. Let's just put it that way. He made a lot of mistakes. He did some very bad things to my aunt and to other children. And he's done a lot of bad things. And I remember when he died, I could hear him screaming because he almost didn't make it into the good place. I don't know how he ended up making it into the good place, but it was real close. And I could hear him heading into what I would describe to be as like a hell place. So, yeah, it I've seen some pretty crazy things. And that was the scariest thing I ever experienced. Uh, I haven't had that happen in a very long time. And I don't 
want it to again, to be honest. Yeah, it is. It is scary. It doesn't happen often. Like I said, but then again, I haven't had a lot of people die. I mean, I have a few, but some of them haven't really bothered me in that way, thankfully. Um, what other questions did people ask? Can a person develop their gifts at random times in their life or are they born with it? It really depends on you. I mean, it's like singing, right? Like some people are born with being able to sing. Some people have to learn how to sing. Um, some people are just natural talents. Uh, I was born with it. Uh, I was, my grandmother was a psychic. She used to do readings. She did things more connected to the Bible. She was Catholic, so she would do Bible readings. I don't do any Bible readings. She always has asked me to do Bible readings, but I'm not into that. She uh, and I, I was pretty young when she died. Um, but uh, when she died, um, that's kind of when I started to develop my abilities. Uh, she kind of became my personal guide through it all. So that was the reason the person that kind of guided me through it, which is great, but she did it in the afterlife. I never got to experience it. Like she taught me a couple of things, but we didn't really talk too much in depth about it because I didn't really know that I had my abilities. I didn't understand them. So wish I had. Um, it is cool. It is really cool. Uh, yes, my daughter used to see ghosts. I would like, I would have dreams about my cat that died downstairs. Uh, nothing since I was a child. How do I redevelop those gifts? You, Michelle, um, this woman, Michelle had said that I would recommend to like, it's really hard, but, uh, I would recommend tools. Tools are what I personally used myself, pendulums, tarot cards, and, um, ruins are great. Crystal balls, crystals, uh, depends on what you're interested in. I thought pendulum and tarot cards are probably the best tools to use, especially if you're trying to communicate with spirits. I would go more pendulum. If you're trying to communicate, you know, with uh, visions and, and interpreting um, visions and futuristic things, I would go more tarot cards. I wouldn't recommend, um, uh, what are those cards called, babe? <laughs> oracle cards. Thank you. Oracle cards. I wouldn't recommend oracle cards. They are more like fluffy. They don't really do predictions, so I would definitely just go straight to tarot. And a lot of people give tarot a bad rap. It really is not at all bad. There's no evil connected to tarot in any way, in any way. I would say there's definitely evil connected to uh, Ouija boards for sure, but not tarot cards. Believe it or not, Liz, even though she can see spirits and talk to them, she does get spooked quite often sometimes by them, specifically if they're like, uh, for instance, we not too long ago went to a um, cemetery and there was a spirit that had grabbed onto her and she freaked out and had to run completely out of that cemetery because the spirit was just grabbing her very hard and was basically like forcing her to come into the cemetery because he could not believe basically that his family member was gone. And he was like, I'm trying to find them. I'm trying to find them. You need to help me, you know? So believe it or not, Liz does get scared and she will not go into like an asylum or anything like that, specifically at night. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It, it, it scares the bejesus out of me. I can't do anything at night. A lot of my friends are like, we should go to a haunted night house one day and stay there all night. And I'm like, have you gone mad? Do you know what'll happen in my head? I can't even be in a prison. Like we were in the Kingston Penitentiary and nobody was in there and I couldn't even handle the energy in there in any capacity. And I couldn't even imagine other elements. I I hated it actually. It was awful. I, I literally could feel what the prisoners would go through, regardless of them being innocent or guilty. You could feel their energies they're scared they're fears like it's fucked up so <laughs> um have you ever heard of stanley hotel i have not heard of it but i will look into it <clears throat> you might as well just dig a hole and leave me there right though like can you imagine uh-uh no thank you uh i don't handle the spooky stuff very well <laughs> Uh, even though I really want to, like I really do, like I want to get 
get the balls to do these things. I, I talk a big game. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And then I'm like, eh, I don't know. Um, uh, so do you, so Jackie asked, do you use a tarot or pendulum every time you have a reading or at what point are you using cards and pendulums? So actually Jackie, uh, all of my readings that I provide except for my email readings, and that's only some of them, I do intuitively. I used to use pendulums and tarot cards in every single reading I used to provide in person. And then um, I stopped. I actually, actually, what ended up happening, it's kind of a funny story. I went to a party to do uh, a tarot reading on like 12 women, and I ended up forgetting my cards at home. And I was like, shit, I didn't bring my cards. And I'm like, but wait a minute, let me try intuitively. And so I started doing it intuitively. And then I realized, holy crap, I've been using my card crutch for so long. I didn't even realize I could do this without the cards. So then I started to intuitively do readings with no longer doing and needing the cards. But I still do use cards for my own personal stuff. And also, like I said, the email readings, because, oh, my God, I love tarot cards. Um, I have very fancy ones. And uh, when I move, I plan to buy more fancy ones. I have a Hocus Pocus deck right now, which is what I'm using for my email readings at the moment. I also have um, um, a Disney, uh, Disney, uh, uh, oh my goodness, villains deck as well. I want to get this Alice in Wonderland deck and I want to get this Buffy the Vampire deck here soon too. So love decks. <laughs> ah, I literally in bed now. My partner and two dogs are asleep. I need to go to the bathroom, but too scared to go downstairs. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That's too funny. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, so that is basically what the questions were on my end and uh yeah uh now the plan for the rest of the year guys just so you know we have oh yeah i have grateful dead cards that doesn't surprise me <laughs> uh just so you guys know uh i basically have the remainder of the year planned out for episodes uh so a lot of people will say oh when are you doing this when are you doing that uh just keep watching back and just also remember like unfortunately we can only do four or five episodes a month at this time so um i won't be able to get through all 300 all 400 cases in a span of time so just be patient we will continue to provide episodes as we carry on we still need a lot of patrons because uh, Landon and I have some plans for this summer, so uh, I will be in certain areas to check out certain crazy things. Uh, hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So uh, you'll be getting some like live potentially. I'm gonna. What I want to do is I want to bring my. Um, so I've been watching the Vanderpump Rules, obviously, because I'm obsessed with that show at the moment. Uh, and I have been for a while, but just glued to this drama because apparently I'm obsessed. But anyways, I've noticed that one of the women that do the podcast, they have this like little thing that they bring out with them and they just record while they're out. So I'm like, oh, my God, I need to do this and record while I'm out like in places looking at maybe cases or where people were or stuff like that. So there's a lot of really exciting things happening. So just hang on tight, I promise. And we've got some really exciting episodes coming up. Um, like I said, Jasmine Fiore's episodes tonight. Oh my goodness, if you are not a patron, become one, please. It is a good one tonight. That'll be dropped. Uh, and then we have next week is Bob Marley and Sandra Bland. We will be dropping two episodes. So I think Sandra Bland is going to be on the regular side and then uh, Bob Marley will be on the exclusive side. So we've got these two special episodes coming up. Cannot wait to show you guys. And uh, yeah, that's basically it for today. Now, any last minute questions before I go? Obviously, you guys have to type. <laughs> I 
Chicago to see if we could get together. I don't know. Uh, we are we are actually uh, planning something pretty big, so we will keep you guys in the loop here when uh, we get to that point. Absolutely, and it will not be much longer. Just enjoy your evening. I definitely will. We'll be enjoying our evening. Landon will be uh, uploading this episode here soon. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, and uh, we'll be back again in two weeks' time. I don't know what we'll be doing on the live, um, but I do want to mention as well, guys, there will be a couple of weeks in April that I won't be doing lives because uh, we have to move. But I will keep you guys, you know. I'll keep you guys in the loop about that. And hell yeah, SmackDown tonight. We're almost at WrestleMania season. Like, I am so excited. I cannot wait for Roman to lose these belts. I am, like, anticipating that so much. Loving this. He better lose those belts. <laughs> loving this Sami Zayn slash uh, Owen, uh, Owen Hart. Not Owen Hart. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Kevin, Kevin Owens. I know. I know. Uh, a little thing going on. Loving that. Where's Bray? Need Bray back. Uh, yes, I heard she was in the mask. Alexa Bliss was in the masked singer, but but I don't have that here, sadly. So I'm gonna have to find a different way to watch it. I think we do have the masked singer. We watched a couple episodes. I think it's on Crave. Okay, okay. Well, we'll have to go take a look. <laughs> I okay. So, uh, Jackie, let's get it straight here, honey. I absolutely adore. Roman Reigns like I love 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 Roman Reigns like as a wrestler I'm obsessed I went to his show I've got his hair juice on me love 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 him but I am annoyed by this storyline that Roman Reigns is currently in I do not like him being a heel I don't like that he's had this belt for so many years I don't like what he did to Sami Zayn I don't like what he's done to everyone I really am annoyed with him so uh, Riddle, what he did to Riddle yeah. and Randy Orton. Yeah, he hurt Riddle and Randy Orton too, and Drew McIntyre. Like, it's just I'm just annoyed with him in general. So I love him. Once he becomes good again, me and him will have a peace bond. But until then, screw you, Roman. Hair juice. <laughs> That's right. Hair juice moment. Never forget that. <laughs> Well, guys, I do appreciate you guys. No, not our dog, Riddle. We actually named our dog, Riddle, after a wrestler on WWE who has been off the show for a few months now. Yes, his name is Matthew Riddle. Look him up. He's like a surfer 420 dude. <laughs> yes, guys, have a good night. We will be back. Uh, next, well, two weeks from tonight, we'll be back, but uh, we'll see you again here soon. Go and listen to the uh, Jasmine Fiore episode here soon, and I uh, hope you guys have a good night. Yes, guys, have a good night, and stay freaked out. Yeah.